because I want love. I want to know that deep soul connecting kind of love. I want to know what it is to look into the heart of somebody else and have somebody look into my heart. I want to be in that love built for two. That would be my purpose. And the truth is, okay, here's your second power pillar. The truth is, I'm afraid of that. I've built a wall so thick around my heart that I don't let anybody else in there. So you're a woman beyond 50. What is standing between you and the dreams that you have in your heart? I'll tell you, it's the story that you're telling yourself. This podcast is about keeping our hearts awake and open to love because those stories are what closes your heart and keeps it locked up tightly. It takes courage every day to face those stories, about 15 minutes a day only, in fact. I'm Bernice McDonald, Courageous Happiness Coach, and that's the journey that I'm on in this life. I want you to find your heart again, to find the real you, the amazing, courageous, loving, crazy, sexy woman that you were meant to be. Yep, even after 50. You ready? Okay, come on in. Let's take those 15 minutes right now. The other day, I had to go to the public health unit to pick something up, and there was a mom there waiting at the counter. We were all wearing masks, you know, because I'm recording this in our, you know, peak COVID time when you don't go anywhere in public without a mask on. And she had a, there was this little baby in a carrier that was sitting on the floor beside the mom while she was waiting. And I was standing, you know, the right distance behind. And this baby was looking at me and I was looking at her. She had the most beautiful eyes. Now this little girl was just gazing at me looking, 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 as babies do. She was only a few months old. And suddenly this big smile crossed her face, like her face just lit up with this smile. And I thought, wow, my face is mostly covered. And she's just seeing my eyes. And yet, she's still smiling at me. She was such a happy little girl. Well, you know, it made me really start to think about eyes. I've always been fascinated with eyes. You know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but some women uh, say they always look at a guy's backside. That's what attracts them to a guy. Well, I've always been an eye girl, which is the other option. I love to look in the eyes. And as I was looking at this little girl smiling back at me, it just struck me how much communication happens between people's eyes. You know why that is? It's because what you see in the eyes is the heart. That is, as they say, the window to the soul. 
I was telling my knight in shining armor, my Lord Roderick, about this um, later in the day. And he said that was interesting because he had just read in an online article or heard on us on some sort of radio show that when a child is born, the eyes are the only thing that are pretty much full grown. Isn't that amazing? Your eyes stay the same size all through your life. So no wonder when babies are little, their eyes look so big. But I wonder if God didn't make it that way because babies need to be seen. We need to not only look after their physical needs, which of course they need us for, but they also need us to see their hearts. Thinking about all of this and how looking in the eyes is really looking into somebody's heart reminded me about one of the five stories that block us from keeping our hearts awake. And that story is that we say love is too hard. This is a key story, right? Many of us close down our hearts. We prick our fingers on the spindle in the Sleeping Beauty story and we put our hearts to sleep and we let that wall grow up around our castle that becomes very thick because we don't want anybody getting in there. We don't want anybody seeing into our hearts, looking deeply into our eyes and actually being able to see who we are. We start to hide that from the world. And I think that's such a shame. We let that fiery fear dragon outside the wall start to spew his fire over us. We let him be enormous in our lives and let him tell us that if we let somebody see who we really are, they won't like us. And I believe that that is one of the things that makes us come to the conclusion that love is too hard. Just as we look in a child's eyes, just as we see their heart, their innocence, their, because in a child, they don't hide anything. A child is wide open, right? A child is, they let what's inside bubble up to the surface and come out for everyone to see. They aren't hiding yet because they just believe that life is for the taking. Life is for adventure. Life is for exploring and learning and asking questions. Oh, I wish that we could be more like that as adults. I guess that's where I want to take women because when I am in a place where I have that attitude toward life, where I just let myself be who I am, let myself ask questions, let myself go seeking, let my hair down, so to speak, and just have fun, that's when life is the best. That's when my cup is full and overflowing. And I do that the best when I am with kids. When I was with my own kids, I loved those times when I watched them having fun, when I participated with them in having fun and just laughed with them. I do that now with my grandkids. That's the best part 
of my life or one of the best parts is watching them have fun, just being there with them in those moments. And when I think back to when I began to love my knight in shining armor, my Lord Roderick, it was when we allowed ourselves to start looking in each other's eyes. And I really think that's the key to our relationship. And we still do this. We came across this concept called the soul gaze. Appropriate, right? The soul gaze is exactly that. It's gazing into each other's eyes and seeing the soul. It's not talking. And think back to those romantic moments when you really begin to see that you're attracted to somebody and you can't take your eyes away. Oh, I love those moments. Those moments when you first start to really look at each other and you don't say anything. You just look and you're both talking with your eyes. That's the soul gaze. We still do that. We stop and we began to realize the value of just standing there. Occasionally, I will cup his face in my hands and I will just look into his eyes and he will look into mine and we will see what is going on inside each other. Yes, we have to then ask the questions. What is it? that is going on in your heart today? What is worrying you? What is happening at work? What are you concerned about? What is bringing you joy right now? What is making you happy? Those are the questions that need to go along with the soul gaze after a while, after you have looked at each other deeply. I think this is the key to not being afraid of love, to make the determination that one, you are going to allow somebody to see into your own heart and two, you are going to look for the heart in somebody else. Too often we go into relationship expecting to be given to, expecting to receive, especially when we get older. Although, I know many of us make the mistake as our marriages progress or our long-term relationships. We get in there and then we find out that our expectations are not being met, that that person is not seeing our heart and not listening to us, not seeing us. But I wonder if that starts from us beginning to allow resentment to build we start to be afraid we're not being seen and we stop sharing. We expect that other person to be able to just know us. Whereas that's an impossible fact for anybody. The heart cannot be known except when you share it. You must say what's in your heart. You must tell somebody what you want. You must tell somebody what you need. Key learning for me when I began to love again, when I began to understand what makes a, a relationship really work, that was one of the key concepts. So when you're looking at 
our three power pillars, I want you to think about the eyes. When you think about the story and every time you come to that story, when it causes a brick wall to come down on your path where you're walking, you beautiful heart, as you're walking and you think about even wanting love again, or you think about pursuing a relationship, or you get scared because you are pursuing a relationship and you say, love is too hard. I don't think I can do this. This is too complicated. It's too much. <gasps> you know that feeling? And that brick wall comes down poof, on your path, blocking you from going forward. One way to break through that brick wall is to think about the eyes. Think about your purpose. Now let's talk about the three power pillars here that you are standing on the first one purpose. What would be the purpose in wanting to go forward in love, in wanting to dissolve that, break down that story that says love is too hard? One of the purposes would be saying love is about just knowing somebody else. The purpose of breaking this down is because I want love. I want to know that deep soul connecting kind of love. I want to know what it is to look into the heart of somebody else and have somebody look into my heart. I want to be in that love built for two. That would be my purpose. And the truth is, okay, here's your second power pillar. The truth is, I'm afraid of that. I've built a wall so thick around my heart that I don't let anybody else in there. But I need to come to the truth. There's the big but, by the way. <laughs> this is the true part of the sentence. I need to come to the place where I love who I am, where I don't need to be anybody else other than who I am. I am good enough. I am a person on this path meant to be in this life right here, right now in time. And I have something important to do. I have many things to do. I have a treasure chest inside me of qualities and character that include kindness and wisdom and creativity and intelligence. All of those things inside me are make it worth for somebody else to know, make me worth knowing, make me valuable. Same with the man whose eyes you are gazing into. He has a heart. He has somebody inside there that holds a treasure chest, that is a treasure chest, filled with amazing things that you have yet to discover. And the only way that you are going to discover those is to give him room to grow. I believe that relationships are based on respect. But respect is not just that, you know, being polite, allowing somebody to talk. I love the definition of respect that says, I want to give you the room to be just who you are. 
I want to see your heart and I want to allow you to just let your life unfold and wherever you're going unfold as you see best. Respect is being there to just let somebody be who they are, to be their partner, to be their comrade on the path, walking right beside them, not to be above them, to tell them what they need to do and who they need to be, not to be below them, to allow them to tell you who to be, to allow them to dictate your identity. Real love is about two imperfect people walking side by side on their own paths and creating that life that allows them both to become who they are, both to live their purpose, both to find out what it is, what kind of a difference they are meant to live and bring to this life. So the truth is, when you soul gaze, you are seeing the heart. And the truth is, when you allow somebody just to be who they am, they are, and you allow yourself to be who you are, love will go much further and be much more relaxed. That brings us to our hope-filled action. Who do you want to be in love? Who are you? What's in your treasure chest that you bring to love? I don't want you to think about the kind of man even right now, except a man who would be able to be on the same page as you in this regard, except a man who would respond to you being able to see his heart and a man who would be willing to allow you to share your heart. But that starts with those two simple things in life. How do you see yourself and how do you see others? I want you to really look at yourself and see what is your story? What is it in your treasure chest that you have to bring to love? That is what I call your love signature. It's you signing off on the world with who you really are. It's your signature love. It's you uniquely, individually, with your own talents and skills and abilities and values and standards and your own heart. It's how you show up in a relationship and in the world. That's what I want you to do is to write a list of the things that you bring into love. This is the start because as I told you in the last podcast, I, I have it on my heart to reach 5,000 women this year in 2021 and help them to write their own love signature, to be able to describe how they show up in the world, to be able to describe their own hearts and how they are open to love in all the ways that they are open. This is where it starts. Today, I don't want you to be afraid of love. I want you to flip that page over, wave your magic wand and look on the other side. 
And I want you to see what it is you have in your heart to give. Who are you? Amazing, awesome, feisty, fun, not so secretly fabulous woman. Who are you? I look forward to hearing from you. You can write me your list at Bernice at opentoloveagain.com. I would love to see it. And I promise I respond to every email I get. All right, I will talk to you in the next podcast. Until then, live strong with a wide open heart because you have so much to bring to this world.